Shohei again digging in for the first time in this ballpark. Major League Baseball's home run leader with 44. Coincidentally or not, it's Japanese Heritage Night tonight at the ballpark. So an even bigger bump in attendance with a lot of folks here to see Otani. And they really lucked out getting Senga on the mound. I mean, they had a one in five chance that he'd be out there on this night. And Senga misses with a fastball. Just looked like he wanted nothing to do with him there. He didn't look fully committed to uh, challenge and show who has a couple career home runs against him back in Japan. Two different paths though to the Japanese major leagues by these two great athletes. Senga ahead of the count one and two. Listen to this place. It sounds like Angel Stadium. They're cheering. Well, Shohei, I, I don't know what this pitch is. I don't know if it's – we'll get a chance to look at it now. It is a little cutter. It didn't do anything. It just spins on that inside part of the plate. Once again, if Shohei gets underneath this, this ball's going to be well out of the ballpark. 115 miles an hour exit velocity off the bat of Shohei. And now Otani up for his third plate appearance. He's now the better of Senga so far. Walk and 115 mile an hour double. His first ever game at City Field. And for the second time tonight, Shohei Otani has drawn a walk. And they're going their own home pitcher for walking <laughs> a batter. Well, that's his 80th walk of the season. It's another edition of the Talking Mets podcast here on this Sunday, August the 27th, 2023. Of course, I'm your host, Mike Silva. You can check me out all the time at the TalkingMetsPodcast.com. Send me a tweet at Mike Silva Media, and you can show up a podcast, Spotify, pretty much whatever podcasting service you desire. If you want to interact with me, Mike Silva at TalkingMetsPodcast.com. No G, Mike Silva at TalkingMetsPodcast.com. You can get me on Instagram. Talking Mets No G, and I want to welcome in the good folks from the fan-sided podcasting network, as well as RisingApple.com. Uh, welcome to another edition of the Talking Mets podcast, our last dog days of August edition of the show. No, we're not, despite the fact that the Mets are doing extended garbage time, we are not doing garbage time here at the Talking Mets podcast. A lot to talk about. Shohai Otani came and saw City Field. Did he like it? What did you think? He may only be a hitter going forward. We'll talk about that. Is it Shohei or Shohai? Shohei Otani, right? Got that one wrong. If he comes here, got to get that one right. Uh, Francisco Lindor, is he underappreciated? Maybe I need to do a lot of make culpas this year. Kodai Singa, Francisco Lindor. Maybe I need to do a make culpa on Lindor. And everybody's angry about Pete Alonso getting hit. And the Mets are, and Buck is, but it's not going to get better. And it doesn't matter if you deck every one of the opposing players out the next time he gets hit. It's not going to get better, and I'll tell you why. So that's where we're at. A cool show here on a hot August night. Shohei. It's Shohei Otani. That's Shohei. Shohei Otani. Get that right, Mike. Jeez. 
get that right. So, uh, funny thing happened on the way to City Field. Shohei Otani is no longer a pitcher. Well, temporarily at least. We don't know the extent of the injury. And uh, it's a torn UCL. Could it be just a slight tear? Is it a full tear? You know, he's already had Tommy John surgery. And when the news came down, I mean, certainly, uh, look, this is the best player maybe of our lifetime. I mean, look, I've seen guys like Bonds and Ricky Henderson and McGuire and Gwynn. And, you know, I could go on and on and on. I mean, especially growing up watching baseball in the 90s. So many great players, great pitchers, Randy Johnson, Greg Maddox. The list goes on and on. I saw Max Scherzer, no hitter. But, I mean, never has somebody increasingly gotten better to the point where Shohei Otani's at a 187 OPS plus coming into today's game. He's going to hit over 50 home runs if he continues to play every day at the DH spot. He's going to drive in over 100 runs. Very well will steal over 20 bases. Uh, and now, you know, he was always a very good offensive player. He's adding that patience at the plate. I mean, he's not walking at the Barry Bonds level 200 times a year, but 83 walks come into today's game, so it'll be over 100 walks. I mean, this is an elite, elite offensive player. Only downside is he can't play the field, but he does play the field as a pitcher. And if you remember last week, we dove into this a little bit when we were asking the question about whether or not the answer to the Mets' woes from a variety of standpoints, whether it be to improve the pitching while some of the young pitchers are going through this new lab that the Mets have, and you're starting to see some promises with the Tyler Stewarts, the Dominic Hamels, the Blade Tidwells, Mike Vazel with another good performance down in Syracuse. Is it up in Syracuse or down in Syracuse? I guess that's a discussion for another day. Um but you're going to need some time, and you have Kodai Senga, who complete egg on my face, has been a top-five pitcher in baseball since about the middle of May and actually was having a better season on the mound than Otani. We talked about that. Otani has not had – I mean, it's remarkable. And this is this is a nitpick, by the way, a huge nitpick. Guy's an MVP on the offensive side, even without the pitching. Guy's like n- number 33 in war on fan graphs on the pitching side. You saw he was a tick below what he normally was on the mound. You kind of knew. We talked about it last week that something was going on. And clearly there is. Now, how serious it is, is it you know going to be serious where he's going to be out for the year? Like Bryce Harper, he's going to have to DH and things like that. You know, it's he's already gone through Tommy John once. And, you know, going through this, the rehab again and the odds of coming back and being the same pitcher. I mean, I don't like those odds, but... On the way to City Field, did that change your mind about going all in on Otani? And based on the reaction from the crowd, some of the intensity that we saw on Friday night with the Senga Otani at bats, you heard those on the way in. The fact that, you know, the fans seem to be in it, the Japanese contingent. I know that was Japanese Heritage Night on Friday. This melting pot of a city that we're in, the melting pot of a state, how great it would be to see uh a star from the Far East come and be the centerpiece of the offense right there with possibly Pete Alonso. I know there's still some talks of Pete getting traded, but, you know, the thought of having a middle of the order with the power that an Otani brings, a Pete Alonso, the kind of protection they would provide each other. And, hey, who knows, you know, can Francisco Alvarez, who has 30 home run power, be thrown into the mix and have this very difficult 4-5-6 maybe long range during an Otani contract uh, be out there. And then the thought that at some point 
you know, maybe he's not a top of the rotation pitcher. And because of the two-way aspect, when I looked at a contract coming in, I never thought that, you know, the pitching side was sustainable. Because you can't play every day on one end and, and hit at the elite level he, he does and pitch every five days. I mean, special guys can, but the human body's, I mean, he's a freak. We know that. But the human body's the human body who's the human body. So, you know, after the injury, I said to myself, well, that may change some of my thoughts on the actual contract. And I saw what Ken Rosenthal wrote. And the reality is this, that, you know, the kind of offensive player you're talking about and the position that he plays DH, which ticks down the defensive side value. But if he's going to give you a 180 OPS plus through a big chunk of the early years of that contract and maybe drop off to, you know, 130, 140, which is very good, you know, that's a 45 to $50 million a year player. Without a doubt, Otani is going to be looking for more than what Verlander and Scherzer are getting AAV. And I expected before he went down with an arm injury that the contract was going to go towards maybe a $60 million a year AAV. You know, this is not hard. You don't have to be a super agent to know that the performance on the mound is worth probably 25 to maybe $30 million a year, and the performance uh, at the plate is probably worth $30 million a year or so. So there you go. And now maybe, you know, the, the numbers change. But when you saw the electricity at City Field, when you saw how much attention this guy gets, you have to think from all standpoints, the Mets and Steve Cohen are drooling over the possibility. And look, they're not too far away from the sixth pick. I'm not into tanking. The importance of winning still is there. The importance of seeing what the Mets have. And I think just from a talent gap, they're going to lose 90 games because they just don't have enough. Even if they play hard, they don't have enough. You know, Buck's not a magician here. But, uh, you know, if they finish with the sixth pick, then they don't drop 10 slots down uh, because of being over the luxury tax. Uh, I'd have to see, you know, the rules are so confusing. You know, what happens when the qualifying offer comes into play, which Otani will definitely reject at that point. But even with the injury, even with the likelihood that throughout, I mean, he's going to get a 7- to 10-year deal. I got to see him. I mean, look, if you got Aaron, what is Aaron Judge about a 10-year deal, you can't see a guy like this getting less than a 10-year deal. He might even get 12 or 13 years. Uh, what's important to him, AAV. Uh, total dollars. I have to think the AAV is going to be important to Otani. Or, you know, look, we don't know what's inside of him. He doesn't talk. You know, I did a little reading up on him. Uh, obviously, you know, English is a second language here. Uh, he doesn't talk a lot to the media. And, you know, the Japanese culture is a lot different than the American culture. So we really don't know what he values. We certainly know he's going to get paid more than any other player in the history of baseball. We certainly know that whoever he goes to is going to get this dynamic, marketable, uh, international flair to their team. This would be, an, I mean, the ultimate, and, and I think we're setting this up here in August because these are conversations we normally have in October after the season, but this Far East thought where the Mets could go after Yamamoto to anchor their rotation with Senga, and Otani now as a hitter, and maybe at some point in the next couple of years as the triumvirate part of that rotation. I mean, I, I have to think with the injury history and coming back, if he can pitch, 
you know, maybe he's a number three, number four starter, which is fine. I mean, look, even if he comes back and he's a guy that can't pitch regularly but can pitch, think about the kind of weapon that is. Even in, like, extra innings, a long game or something like that. I can't see how you could honestly get Otani in as a reliever because of the whole hitting component of it. I mean, he can't warm up and hit bullpen and hit. I mean, you'd have to time everything out when you're up at bat and whatnot and things like that, But and that would be dangerous. But there's so much to the fact that he can pitch and pitch at an elite level, even though, like I said last week, I did not believe his real value is as a pitcher. I think offensively, that's where you want to place the bet. That's where you know your money. Uh, you know, Injuries happen to offensive players. Decline happens to offensive players. But if you want to bet that kind of money, at least you're getting a half a player. And you're not getting a, a very good player. You're getting an elite player. I mean, going into today, uh, only Mookie Betts was better in war based on fan graphs than uh, Shohei Otani. I mean, it's simple at this point. Uh, so, as a Mets fan, though, and I think this is the the part that the intangible. So many times you've seen players come here and struggle with that first year in New York contract here with basically Lindor. Think about it, and Beltron. We talked about it, and right now the situation is you know pretty dire here because the Mets. Rolled the dice. They went all in when Cohen was the owner. Now they've taken a step back and done some kind of retool, whatever you want to call it. And if they're wrong or, you know, we talked about this last week, Billy Epler's job really depends on hitting on some of these prospects, the Cliffords, the, the Gilberts, the Acunas, guys like that to justify giving up. I and mean, Max Scherzer's pitched pretty well for Texas. I told, you know, he's been up and down at some parts. Verlander's peripherals don't look great, but, you know, he's going to be pitching in big postseason games potentially for the Astros. I certainly think these two guys can put up, even if they're not vintage numbers, numbers that you'll look at and say, boy, I wish I had Max Scherzer today on the mound. I wish I had Verlander on the mound. Mets need a, a good start today. Take pressure off of Senga and Quintana and whoever else they bring in, even a Yamamoto if they go that route. So they're making a big bet to replenish the farm system and, and it'll potentially bring in another power bat in Clifford and a all-around, you know, interesting player in Gilbert, and, and we'll see what Acuna could do. You know, he certainly has the the pedigree with his brother out there. Um, but anybody you bring in is coming in now to a situation that failure now hangs over the Cohen regime. See, Cohen didn't have to worry about Wilpon failure because he didn't have it. He had a clean slate. The clean slate's gone. And I said a couple of weeks back, you know, and I was emotional after the fact when... I was not for the teardown. I look bad on this. Another E5 by good old Mike Silva. Robertson struggling out in Miami. Maybe the Mets plucked a couple of interesting assets there for a guy that you know they could resign if they want. Maybe even at a discount now with the struggles that Robertson have, has had down the stretch. Not sure why they have uh, come up. Maybe it's the change in scenery going from New York to Miami. Maybe there's an injury we don't know about. Maybe it's something else. But... Um, and then giving up on a couple of Hall of Famers, you know, this now, you know, this looks like the wise decision. But at that time, I um, I said, how do you pitch to Otani coming here? You're already here. He doesn't want the East Coast. He wants the West Coast. So you already got strike one, if that's true, against you. And now you've got an owner that had a clean slate, 
was willing to spend, compete, contend every year, and he did the opposite this year after having those conversations with Scherzer and Verlander and, and selling both of them on coming to New York when maybe though certainly for, Verlander, uh, for Scherzer wasn't his first choice. And I said, how do you sell Otani on this? Well, I don't know. Maybe this weekend there was some buzz in the crowd. I mean, how many teams are going to be in the position that the Mets are? And I know there was a giveaway on Friday, and it was a nice Sunday. And, you know, Saturdays and Sundays, at least until school gets back in session, tend to still draw even when the team's out of it. You know, September will be a different story. But look at the buzz in the ballpark. I mean, and if Otani comes over to the other side, I mean, let's just look at possibilities here. A middle of the order of, you know, potentially Lindor, Alonzo, Otani, Alvarez. I mean, that enhances your lineup. You got Nimmo at the top of the lineup. Maybe he moves to a corner and Gilbert could come in and play center field or Acuna's in the mix. You know, maybe you move McNeil to right because Acuna can play second. You know, look, be great for Beatty. You know, we still don't know what Beatty is. He's hitting the tar out of the ball down in Syracuse. There we go again, down or up. And, uh, well, let me know at MikeSilvatTalkingMetsPodcast.com. Is it up in Syracuse or down in Syracuse? Because it's technically up, not down, even though it's down a level. But put Beatty in the 7 or 8 hole, get him back acclimated, not having to feel so much pressure. That was another thing this year that, you know, was something that we had not factored into this whole scenario where Alvarez and Beatty, and to a lesser degree, Vientos were asked to be saviors. But Otani coming here versus L.A., and I think even San Francisco will be looked at as a savior, will be looked at and scrutinized. And I think the the media attention probably will be enhanced because it's New York. I know he's been out in, in the L.A. area, but be enhanced because he'll have the richest contract in professional sports. I mean, think about it. An American pastime is going to award a Japanese player the richest contract in American his, uh, baseball history. Not American history, baseball history. Who knows? Might be the richest contract ever. We have to see. Got to go to Spot Track and see how that plays out. Could you have imagined that? I mean, think about it. After World War II, could you have thought we would be saying that? 20 years ago, when guys like, okay, 25 years ago, when when Nomo came and dazzled with his rookie season, no one would ever think you'd you know see something like Otani. And even when Otani was pitched as a two-way player, I'm like, oh, come on. Nobody does that. be interesting if that is something that other great athletes could pull off. It's very, very difficult. So despite the injury, despite the fact that you're not getting the Otani you thought you were getting, you know, maybe you save $100 million on the deal. Maybe now instead of $60 million a year and a $600 million 10-year deal, he's at $500 million. Maybe you could justify that. You certainly have to push on the pitching side to understand, I don't care how much of a freak athlete he is. He is, you know, he just, he can't, how can he sustain this? This would be, even if, even if it's not Tommy John, maybe he does the way Seth Lugo did it. It's a little tear. Let me just pitch through it and, and rehab and rehabilitate and manage it. There are guys, you know, what was it? The Tanaka of the Yankees managed a slight tear in the tendon in the, in the, in the UCL and pitched throughout his career with it. I mean, there's a risk there. It'll snap. And then instead of getting two players, you get one. But I got to tell you, the more you see a guy like this, you look at the possibilities off the field, on the field, you really um, you really got to go all in on that kind of guy. I think you really have to go in. The winter of Otani. Now, 
I don't want to do that and lose out on Yamamoto because I think Yamamoto and that pitching component is going to be big. But I could see the Mets' two big moves, even though they, they're talking about not being all in. But I could see them being in on these two guys because of the uniqueness where, you know, Yamamoto coming over from Japan, you may be able to get him at a slight discount from what the kind of elite repertoire he has because you still don't know how he's going to play here in the States. You're taking a risk. You have to go by your scouting team. And then Otani, it's like, you know, am I even getting two players? I know I'm getting one, and I'm getting a damn good hitter, but am I getting two players? It will be a Far East flair for the Mets in free agency. Now, maybe as you step back and look at the rest of the roster, maybe they'll go more value-driven, and there'll be nothing wrong with that. They strike out on these two guys. That'll be a very disappointing winter. But at the very least, I think the Mets with their money, with Cohen, with Cohen's salesmanship, uh, you know, the kind of things that they that he can offer, opening opportunities on the business side that other owners can't. You have to think they have a shot. Now, they can't change the location of the, of the, of the city. They can't change the location of the stadium. They can't offer what L.A. offers in weather. You know, although Dodger Stadium underwater last week, is that is that the same kind of benefit? Looked a hell of a lot like New York and Queens last week when I saw those photos with the tropical storm. Can't offer the, the, you know, Hollywood and the sun and the great weather and the Dodger Stadium and the celebrities, but they could offer you City Field, a hungry fan base, a ballpark that when it's full and when the fans have their heads screwed on straight could be really a big home field advantage. And I think Otani in a lot of ways could sweep away a lot of negativity that has accrued over the years of this fan base, is and is starting to accrue under Cohen ownership over the last, oh, I'd say 12 months since September of last year when things didn't go so well at the end of the dream season last year. So buckle up. The winter of Otani is not too far away. He's still got to get through extended garbage time. Some of you want the Mets to finish with the sixth worst record. I don't. I want them to win as many games and play as well. I'm not into tanking. If it happens, great. You know, I love the extra pick, but that tells me that there's a lot of guys on here not performing, which means they need a hell of a lot more than the sixth pick to fix that, and maybe a hell of a lot more than Otani. And we got to get through extended garbage time, watch a bunch of other teams fight for the championship in October, and then the winter of Otani and the fun here for us at the Talking Mets podcast begins. So we got a little bit more garbage time here, but we're still going to have fun. We're still going to learn something. We're still going to have fun debate, mental bubblegum. And all the things that we normally do, whether the Mets are in it or out of it. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, Pete Alonso got hit. Buck's upset. Pete's upset. He's at right to be upset. It ain't going to change. Why? I'll tell you about that and more right after this.